Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Todd Lights, public address announcer for your Los Angeles Dodgers. And now, it's time for the Bleed Los Podcast with your hosts Alonso and Juan. And Alicia Del Valle. With the baby face gimmick in the sky, Roger. Hola, damas y caballeros. It's another edition of the Bleed Los Podcast. This week's podcast is presented by our partners at Bet Online. They are the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports info, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. So if you head on over to BetOnline's website today, betonline.ag, and uh, use whatever device you have to sign up, you uh, and you make your first deposit, or, I'm sorry, make your first sports bet, if you use our promo code, which is Believe50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Big thanks to Bet Online, where the game starts, for uh, presenting this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, guys, uh, no, no paso nada. You know, and, and, and I kind of wanted to start with that because the ace, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers ace, Julio Diaz, who also happened to commit to, uh, to playing for uh, mi, mi patrita de Mexico, uh, in the WBC next year, uh, he, he's he's on a roll. But I wanted to start with the with the WBC thing before we we pile on with uh, with Juan. It's kind of cool to see the names that are uh, that are that are out there that are joining as far as like committing to uh, to the different teams. You know, we've seen Mookie Betts commit with uh, with the Americans. Uh, we we like we mentioned uh, Julio Diaz. Uh, the the Mexicans also got Randy Arrozarena's commitment. Uh, earlier the earlier this week, I think it was, or last week, I can't remember. Uh, also, Isaac uh, Paredes. So uh, I feel like this tournament is finally shaping up to what we all kind of hoped it was, as you and I have talked about, one that it would be the best baseball tournament on the planet. You know, the, the Dominicans are stacking up, the Puerto Ricans are stacking up, the Americans are going to be good. I'm, I'm actually kind of curious if the Americans are going to load up with maybe, I don't know, some other Dodger guy named Clayton Kershaw. That would be cool. But uh, but I was curious, Juan, what uh, what your thought was on all that? I, I, look, this is what I've always wanted. I wanted everybody to take this seriously. I, I know that it's going to take some time for it to be as popular as the World Cup. But that's my goal, that eventually it gets to that popularity. I would love for the whole world to shut down and just watch these games. Because the environment in these games is fantastic. I was at the last one at Dodger Stadium. And, and I got to tell you, with the Japanese team having the drums out in left field, the Puerto Ricans were literally just going through the grandstand and just throwing a party. They would just have a dance party. I mean, the vibe was just so much fun. And, and that's what it was. And then the Americans ended up winning it. And for the Americans to come back... <laughs> I mean, all I've been hearing is how loaded this team is. Dude, there's three Dodgers on this team. Mookie, Will Smith, and Trey Turner committed. Well, hopefully he's still a Dodger by the time they, they play this, this, this tournament. 
But they are, I mean, the American team is stacked. The Dominicans and the Puerto Ricans have always sent, I, I feel those countries have always taken this tournament serious. So the fact that the Americans are coming to defend their title, I, I think is fantastic. But I got to tell you this, the Pool C, I think, I, I don't know if it's El Grupo de la Muerte, but I mean, poor Mexico. They got the United States, and they got Colombia. They got Canada in there. I mean, I, I think maybe it's between the United States, Colombia, and Mexico. I, I think the United States for sure probably is going to come out of that 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 pool. But Colombia and Mexico are fighting for that last spot. I mean, what do you guys think? Hey Juan, real quick, uh, yes, Freddie Freeman, Freddie Freeman, Team Canada. Oh, there you go. And, and, I mean, there's always Canada's always had a pretty decent team. I mean, if you remember uh, when there was the uh, the uh, the northern border versus the southern border brawl, uh, both those teams were actually relatively stacked up. Aegon played for the Mexicans. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Justin Morneau played for the Canadians. I mean, there were some names on both those teams. So the Canadians have always had a, a decent pool of guys that uh, they've been able to pull from. So, uh, so I honestly, I think you're right, though. I think this is the closest – this is going to, I think, in my opinion, roster-wise, going to be the best World Baseball Classic that they've had. Uh, they, you know, Everyone's loading up, and it's good to see because the, one of the things that I love about the World Cup of Soccer is all those rosters load up. They send everyone, and the world stops, right? So, it, so I'm hopeful. You know, The Japanese are always pretty good, too. They, they got some guys over there, too, that you've never heard of that, that are going to do the damn thing. But, uh, but I, I hope I hope it turns around. Alicia, have you ever been to a WBC game? So, unfortunately, I could not go. My parents went, though, and oh. they were all about it. They had such a good time. My mom loved it. I think, Juan, my mom also mentioned the Puerto Rican fans. Like, hey, she they was took over Dodger it. Stadium. Yeah. They took over Dodger Stadium. And <laughs> just to like, uh, I'm going to let you finish, Alicia, but I just want to clarify. El Grupo de la Muerte is Pool D. I'm sorry. My apologies to everyone. Okay. Because that's Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and the Dominican Republic. And our poor friends at Israel, to get that to get that draw where you're going to get the Puerto Ricans, Venezuela, and the Dominicans, that is El Grupo de la Muerte. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alicia. No, no. It's important to clarify. I I will say this. A, it's super exciting that I kind of feel that there's more of a buildup. Is it yeah. because of the pandemic, how we've been shut down? We're never going to take it for granted. Maybe the players are now saying, we don't know if we can play next year or the year after. We got to play now, which is why there are two things that I want to talk about the WBC. I was hearing, I hope this rumor is true, that Austin Barnes is going to play, but invited by Mexico. Which is dope, right? I think that's so cool. <laughs> no, a, yeah. his, for all of those you don't know, his mother is Mexicana. And the rumor is, because I have family in Pico Rivera, that his family from Pico Rivera. So now everyone's trying to claim Austin Barnes. <laughs> that's how we do it. <laughs> and then secondly, what about Kershaw? I know you brought it up a, a second ago, but do you guys think that that could happen? I am all in. I'm a huge Kershaw fan. You know what, Alicia, I, to answer your first question, I think people are more hyped about it now mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. all these big names that have committed to it yeah. 
-hmm. And because there's no more excuses now. I think before the excuse was, ah, well, the Americans never sent their best players. No, now they're sending their best players. Like the, all these countries are sending their best players. So there's no more excuses of like, nobody's taking this seriously. I feel this time they are taking it seriously. And what Alonso said, there's so much talent that's going to be in this tournament. This is going to be a fantastic tournament. And I, I don't personally, I don't think Kershaw will do it. Uh, only because I, I, you know, I don't know how much more Kershaw has in the tank, and I think <gasps> he's going to be. Yeah, I, I, no, so I, mean, it, I mean, it extends his season if he does this, sí. right? And I think Kershaw is very, very cognizant of the fact of what he do, needs to do in order to get through the season. I don't know how many seasons in a row it's been now, Babyface. I think you can confirm. That where Kershaw's had an injury and he's missed some time during the season. So I don't know if Kershaw is going to do that if, you know, playing in this tournament. But the Americans have a lot more options that they can turn to for starting pitching. 100%. Well, so when I, when I brought up the pandemic, though, I also should have clarified that I don't think Americans took the WBC seriously. So is that what you mean? Because yeah, and, yeah and I, 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 the, but other teams did send their players. I mean, yeah. it was a, an honor. And yes, our country's the biggest baseball from here. But I will say that I even feel like the MLB are. Do they have any? You know, is there are they part of the reason why it seems a little? I hope they're taking it more seriously. I hope they are going to push it and push you know baseball because. They are lagging behind NFL and, and NBA in terms of the, the top three in our in our country. So this could help. This could only help. Globalization, unity. Based I'm on the roster in. the Americans are sending, I think they're taking it serious. Because <laughs> yeah, they're because yeah. they're sending JT Real Mudo, uh Will Smith, Los Angeles Dodger, Pete Alonso, Tokayo, uh Paul Goldschmidt, Trevor Story, Nolan Arenado, Tim Anderson, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper, Cedric Mullins, Mike Trout. Kyle Tucker and that's you know committed as of as of a little bit ago I mean I I'm sure you know they'll 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 lobby a, a, a Justin Verlander you know to to maybe uh, join the thing assuming you know he's he has a, a clean season I mean they have for pitching they got Max Freed I mean they got all sorts of guys that you can just pick up the phone and be like hey this is the first time that I feel like it's exciting and I'm all for it is all I'm saying. I don't know where it's coming from, but I'm all in. Like, I think, I think someone made a comment that I think the Americans finally got embarrassed of losing. And I think that's true. Honestly, I think that's a part of it. No, I mean, cause the, but, I mean, but they did win. They did win it last time. So yeah, I mean, they, but they, but they, they had, I mean, that was their first one after getting uh smoked. Was it three, three consecutive times in the, in the, either the quarters or the semis. I can't remember. Um, by the Dominicans and the Puerto, I mean, and that's the other thing: the Dominicans and the Puerto Ricans send everyone. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter, you know, where where they're. I mean, they send everyone. So I mean, they they've always taken it pretty serious, and that's obviously why they've been good. But uh, but I hey, mean, our there's... boy Efren is back. Hey, Efren, good to good to see you back on the live, uh, Alicia. To answer your question, though, I do think the reason why you're more excited is to me, and I don't know what you guys think. To me, Major League Baseball is doing a better job of hyping it because yes. I don't remember players committing this early no. to, to the World Baseball Classic. And this Usually, high profile of players either. Exactly. It's not like an Olympics feel. 
Right? Yeah, you, usually it's like right before the tournament starts, you find out who's playing. Yeah. And for players committing now, and I think the fact that you have, you see that high cal caliber talent commit to it, I think it, it, it makes other people go, well, I want to play. I want to be a part of that. How about how about uh, yeah. a, cer a certain redhead from the Dodgers pitcher? Just the Dustin yeah. May? Dustin May. That, that would be a good addition. I mean, the, I mean, that's the thing. They have plenty of options. Tyler Anderson, that's another good option as far as the rotation goes for the Americans having a great year obviously so i mean there's there's plenty of guys out there so i mean they especially and i mean that's where they can they might be able to bang with some of these teams is with arms i mean just arms alone right so Urias committed correct and who sí. i'm sorry if you said this earlier but i was at the game today my I'm, my brain is a little melted <laughs> who is playing for mexico committed Oh, Please. committed. Uh, give me two seconds, and I can tell you right now. Oh, well, okay. so you here's the thing. Me. My bad. <laughs> you I know, close that window. That's my bad. We're live. It's fine. <laughs> Friend of the Canessa that Jerry Harrison Jr. told us this last time, they have to submit paperwork. So yeah. we don't know how. Maybe there are players, and, and you mentioned it too, Alicia, that Mexico asked Austin Barnes. So we don't know. Maybe they are lagging on the uh, the announcement because paperwork needs to be submitted. And, and maybe until it's approved, they'll make the announcement. But yeah. I, I, I mean, that's that's going to that's it's going to be interesting because we're learning a lot of players like when Andre Ethier played for the yeah. for the Mexican team. We're like, Andre Ethier's Mexican. I, I love this. I, I love when these teams like when the Hairston's played for Team Mexico. Mm -hmm. I didn't know like, Austin Barnes was Mexican. I honestly didn't know that. I, I knew that. <laughs> I, I did know that. But I found that out just this year. Yeah. Just this year. Yeah, I had I had no idea that was a thing, uh, but I mean, yeah, it's always fun when you, like, my who was it? Was it Mike Piazza that played for the Italians? Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. the last That's name was obvious, but yeah. uh, but he could have played for the Americans. Sean yeah. Green when he played for uh, for uh, the homies for in Israel. Israel. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, so uh, that... I just gotta I gotta make a correction. Sorry to interrupt, Alonso, but the rumors that I heard were from other sports journalists, but it's not been confirmed that Mexico did ask. So I don't want oh, them okay. to come at me. Right. <laughs> sure. Sure. No, I mean, no, I mean, it's, it, it, we will we'll submit the correction. And yeah. I believe they also, they also need approval from the team. Cause I believe Julio wanted to do it last time, oh, and they but said he, no. he, he, but he didn't get clearance from the team. Yeah. See, that's why I think that's another reason why there's buy-in from major league baseball exactly. this yeah, time. Yeah. Because if these teams are allowing, these are superstars. Yeah. Okay. These are not, I mean, the, Mike Trout, you know, these, these are big names. So now is Otani going to play? Will the Angels allow Otani to play for the Japanese team? He probably won't be an Angel by then, so it won't matter. Well, but, but the issue is that team's up for sale. So who's going to make that call? Well, the team he gets traded to during the fire sale of uh, the sale of the team. That's because that's what's going to happen. tell Otani no? I, I mean, great. but how great. You got Otani <laughs> pitching in this. I, I am just so excited talking about this. Me and too. I think we should definitely make a road trip to Arizona. I'm in. To, to, to watch the World Baseball Classic. The championships are going to be in Miami. But we can watch the early rounds uh, in, and we can go to support so, the Mexico. We can go support the American team. I, I can't wait for it. I, no I'm game, so pumped. No games at Dodger Stadium this year? No yeah, games so, at Dodger Stadium. So there is games in Arizona because I was a little bummed because no games at Dodger Stadium or, or San Diego. Yeah, no Chase Fields yeah. on the list. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, for the Western, the not, not the, the Western, but basically the games for 
the what do you call northern hemisphere so to speak oh yeah 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 those are going to be in in uh actually pool c is going to play in arizona so the americans mexico colombia and canada they'll be in arizona from march 11th through the 18th uh through the 15th excuse me so yes yeah, the first of march we have some plans yeah, so Miami's going to get a lot of question, uh, a lot of action because they get Pool D, they're going to get the quarterfinals, they're going to get the semifinals, and they're going to get the championship. And Linda, so, Linda said she'll go with us, so. All right. We'll pick, hey. we'll pick her up. We'll pick her Is up on the way. Is that my mom? Yes. <laughs> Just bring La Reina snacks. de Picolandia will yeah. be Woo! joining us. Just bring the okay. snacks. That's all we ask. Bring the snacks. Well, Maybe mom, a good playlist, too. Where do you think I get it from? I told you, my mom was all hyped up about the WBC when it was at Dodger Stadium, and she was bragging about how much Puerto Rico and their fans were with their flags and dancing. So, and my mom loves Miami and she loves Puerto Rico. They've been twice. So, yeah, but, well, uh, we, we, we don't want any Mexican fans to get mad. We love it all. We're, we're, yeah, we're the we, Latino <laughs> podcast, okay? All right. <laughs> we, we, we support all La Raza until the WBC comes out. Puro pinche paisa. That's all that exactly, happens. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, moving on, though, uh, another guy that could be in the rotation, maybe for the Americans as well, depending on his health, Tony Gonsolin. He obviously was placed on the IL, and, uh, and it appears that uh, it's, you know, it's retroactive and all that jazz. But uh, it sounds like. It may or may not. He may or may not be ready come the postseason. So we we talked about this a little bit. That uh, you know, we we were all kind of curious about what the playoff rotation may or may not look like. Obviously, we're now. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think we're three ish weeks away from the postseason now, which is insane that the year has flown by like that. Uh, I was kind of curious what you guys thought the rotation may or may not look like come come then. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a numbers <laughs> game now, man. It, yeah. I, I think it's a numbers game because that first round is a best of five. Yes. So you're and as it need... stands right now, obviously the Dodgers would get a first round bye. So that that plays in yeah. their favor. For I, I mean, the, the second round. I'm sorry. The first round that the Dodgers will be playing in is a best of five. The the yeah. first round is a best of three. Yeah. So in that first round that the Dodgers will actually be playing, at most they're going to need four pitchers. So it's a numbers game because. Urias is definitely there. Right. Tyler Anderson, I now I think now is your number two. Okay. With Gonsolin, I, I just don't think the, the forearm tightness scares me. I don't know if that's something that you can recover from that quickly. So Stop. You, you got you got <laughs> but it but Alicia, you it's just okay. Your snack, bro. Alicia, it's okay because he's making me eat my feelings. That's what he's doing. (laughs) No, but here's the thing: you got Gonsolin, and then you got Tyler Anderson. The fact then that you have Kershaw and then Dustin May. You're right. You're right. I mean, what if the Dodgers end up sweeping? I know the the the, the likelihood of that doesn't happen, but let's say they sweep in that in that divisional round. They only need three pitchers. I I still buys more time, so I think it's a numbers game now. I've told you guys before, and I'll say it again. You need three pitchers to to make it make a run, and the Dodgers have more than three pitchers. Yes, and, and I think that rotation will be Julio Diaz, Clayton Kershaw, Tyler Anderson. I, I think that's what your your three is going to look like, and then from there, you you kind of have just an embarrassment of riches with super relievers, and that's insane. We've got depth. See, we need to make a shot. And then if you need a fourth, <laughs> if you need a fourth, I think that guy is probably Dustin May. Uh, that's if Tony Gonsolin is not ready to go. But yeah. if, if Tony is, is in fact, ready to go, I think your fourth is Tony. 
But I do agree with you. The forearm strains, those always sketch me out, especially when it's this late in the season. I mean, look what happened with Walker Beeler, right? It, exactly. That That's why I'm like, I'm not expecting Gonsolin back. If he does come back, great. But I'm not expecting him. And I, I'm rolling with these other four guys. Heaney, to me, if he does make the roster, is going to go in the bullpen. I was at the game on Monday, guys. I don't know about you, but he looked like Heaney from last year. <laughs> Look, I know it was hot, and I know that when you burn off the marine layer at Dodger Stadium, that ball flies out of there. Yes. But I think the numbers, correct me if I'm wrong, babyface, like prior at the beginning of the season, he had only given up one home run. And that was the big thing with Heaney last year, right? Was he was giving up home runs left and right. Since then, Heaney's given up eight home runs. I mean, the Giants had five home runs in that game. And so that that concerns me with, with Heaney. And that's why, to me, Heaney is an option for the bullpen if they even decide to go from the bullpen because I, I know we're going to talk about the bullpen, but again, it's a numbers game now with the Dodgers because you got guys starting to come back for an injury and there's just not enough room for them because it's a 25-person roster in the playoffs. Before we talk about Andrew Heaney, I, I have to get someone's input on, on this, Roger. Since the Dodgers are never going to lose a game in your eyes, I want to know what your ideal pitching rotation would look like as it stands today. Well, if they go if they go four deep in the first round, it's going to be probably Julio Kershaw, and then May and May, and then either Anderson or Gonson. I think Gonson will be back. Um, I think he'll 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 get a couple uh, uh, starts in, maybe two starts at the end, and he'll be back. And then don't forget, we also have um, Danny Duffy coming back. He does exist one so yeah he Danny, got Danny rocked Duffy. he got rocked the other day uh, in uh oklahoma city so okay gentlemen so today at the game you know the earlier game um i was sitting there listening to this exact conversation okay. nameless dodger fans in a heat like not heated in a discussion amongst each other with this rotation the question that alonso just asked and they were debating right left right left um, they were also concerned that Dustin May should only pitch at home. So, they, mm. so there were some guys basing their top four, their first four rotation on, we need to keep Dustin May at home. He's just back. Let's let's keep him where he's been winning and dominant, you know? I, you know, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I, 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 let me look at his home, home splits. I, uh, uh, the thing I, I sat there with my ice cream listening. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it interesting though that Roger is kind of snubbing Tyler Anderson for Dustin May. I, I thought so too. I thought so too. I uh, the fact that you mentioned him as a four. I mean, you don't think Anderson the way he's pitched? No, I mean, he's I, I kind think of use, earned it. They'll use them both. I mean, it's, it's going to be. But you think like Kershaw is going to get the number two spot start? Uh, it's going to depend on the matchup. It's, I don't okay. think it's yeah. going to be your like traditional like okay this is our number one guy two guys it's going to depend yeah. on the, who they're facing. Honestly, that whole our our number one guy goes game one. I think that shit's gone. <laughs> as far yeah. as I mean, we have openers now. All that I I don't think that's a thing anymore. Uh, let's see, Dustin May. A lot a lot of them put Urias as one, which I yeah. was kind of like cool. You know, like <laughs> I thought that was really cool. And it was Mexican Heritage Day, so I was like, yay. 
I, I don't I don't think it's a debate. I, I think he yeah. is their number one. I yeah. mean, he is their number one, but I mean, I could see, and I know people would be pissed, if depending on the matchup, if somehow they, they thought Tyler Anderson would be the best start for that one game one, they'd use Anderson. Yeah. See, you, that you know? to me, that, that scares me because it's that cute shit again. <laughs> it's that they're they're overthinking. They want to show right. how smart they are. And Calm down, John Gruden. Calm I, down. I, I just no. I, I it was like there was no need. Like I I don't know, I man. It, that shit scares me. It Prince really scares me. <laughs> it, it scares me that they overthink things. Where it's just like, dude, Urias has earned it. He has shown to you guys not just the way he's pitching this year, but how he's pitched in the postseasons before. Like if you you just let him do his thing and don't get too cute. Yes. Don't get too cute. I mean, what happened in game two in Atlanta last year? I I, I mean, I, I it, that that scares me. But you you might be right, babyface. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't put put it past this front office for them to go. Well, Tyler Anderson gives us the best chance in this situation. Before we go to the bullpen. I wanted to ask you guys, just given the standings as they are now, who you would want to face in that first round Dodgers, second round playoffs. Uh, as it stands right now, Dodgers first round by number one seed, number two seed, New York Mets. Number three seed would be the Cardinals. Uh, number four would be Los Bravos. Number five would be the Padres. Number six would be the Phillies as of today. Uh, so I'm curious who you guys would want to face. I'm just, I just it would, because again, they're going to go off the matchup no matter what. I mean, for me, I, I know this is wish fulfillment on my part. I want to see the show pods. Just because Nick uh, Nick Kreider, who was on the show with us last week, said he didn't want to see the Dodgers until <laughs> the end. I want to see the show pods. I, I want that matchup. I, I, I think that would be good for baseball. The way the Bravos are playing, I think the Bravos are going to end up winning that division. Same. And and so I don't think we're going to see the Bravos until the but, NLCS. But, but the Mets, the Mets are like the best team. Like how how, how? Uh, you can't be the best team if you're the number two seed. Uh, you you but, know what? Everybody's saying the Mets, the Mets. But here's That's the all thing, I heard baby last week. Mets, Mets. Where's, where's everybody? I haven't Look, said but, that. But here's the thing. I, I think what's happening to the Mets is what happened to the Dodgers last year. Exactly. I think the Mets are going to have to work so hard to keep up with the Bravos to try to win that division because I think the Mets want a buy. They, I, I, I don't Thank think you. they want a best of three. Yeah. So I feel they might get burnt out that by the time they get into the playoffs, I mean, I, I know you probably don't want to see this, but what if the show pods, what if that lineup gets hot all of a sudden? Soto, Machado... And they win two game, two out of three uh, against the Metropolitans, especially if they don't have Scherzer. So then, why would you want to play him in the first round? <laughs> oh, see, oh because team. I I think we we're in their head. I think we could beat the Showpots, and I, I would love because I wanna I wanna go down to the gas lamp, and yes. you know throw my parade because my team won a playoff round in, in San Diego. I know it's wish fulfillment. Will that happen? I keep waiting for the show pods to show up and actually start playing well, but it's just not happening. Well, and you just use the key word or the key phrase all of a sudden. Like that would have to happen. Yeah. All of a sudden, right? Like my sister, I love saying it all of a sudden, right? Like, no. I look at what you guys just talked about with Scherzer. 
one, I agree with you so much. Look at me and the Prince of Darkness getting along today. <laughs> Another thing we agree on, I think the Mets are going to get gassed out chasing the Bravos. And look at the, today, the announcement with Scherzer. He's hurt. I mean, that's what that's what happens when the, all these guys are just trying to chase, which is why I don't want the Dodgers after Kershaw pitched today and showing him on and seeing him all sweaty on the mound and on the big screen. And I was like, can we just wrap him in bubble wrap and just put him away until the playoffs? Like, I don't want anything to happen to our guys. We don't need the 116. I just want to get to October. I just want to play and be healthy. That's all I wish for. Yeah. Baseball gods, please. <laughs> I, uh, I don't want any piece of the Braves and I don't want any piece of the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. the Cardinals the Cardinals scare me, but I, I just don't think we're gonna see the Cardinals until the NLCS if if they if they make it that far. Yeah, I uh I feel like both of those teams, this might be contrary to popular opinion. Uh, I think both of those teams are built to win right now. Uh that's why I wouldn't want to play it. They they're deep, they have great pitching and uh and they got a good it's a good balance of youth and, and vets that uh that that's why I'd be scared to play those guys. Uh, I would like to play the Phillies just because they that's that's the best dumpster fire in all of baseball next to the New York <laughs> Yankees. And I just want to play them because I hate their fans. That's like I don't even I don't like I, their fans. Are, I mean, you've been there, Juan. I, I don't like yeah. the fans. They're 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 rough. They're rough. I've been there and they are rough. They, yeah. they make the, the Raiders look like little innocent angels. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they make cowboy fans seem pleasant. Like it's it's brutal. Uh, whoa, whoa. Baby face, who do you who do <laughs> yeah. you want in the division series? Uh, save the best for last. I mean, we we don't know, right? Because it's going to be Mets and Braves are battling, right? So right. depending on on who who wins that, we would get the winner of what was it again, Alonso? The yeah, but we're of... we're living in a fantasy world. Yeah, but who this is all hyperbole. Like, who do you want? It doesn't to... matter. You're going to have to beat whoever's in front of you. Yeah, so but who do you want to? Who do you want to see the Dodgers beat? That's the first time you have ever said those words. You are a, a liar. Like it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, they they got to play whoever's in front of them. So you wouldn't. You, there isn't anybody that you would like to see the Dodgers beat. I mean, all those teams are going to be Everybody. good, right? You hate the show pods. You find every opportunity to crap on the show pods, I don't and you wouldn't want to be right them? now, and you're not taking it. I've said, I've said, show pods are either not making the playoff or they're losing in that first round. So I don't think they're going to be there. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then we're going to either get the Metropolitans in the second round. We're either yeah. getting the Metropolitans or the Bravos. Or the Bravos, yeah. Which, which did I just say? I don't want any piece of those either of those teams until the NLCS. The Braves have a little momentum, but we're getting that by. And like, if yeah. we're healthy, I'm not afraid. Can I tell I you though? That I'm I'm always I'm always sketched out about buys, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, because it, it kind of messes with your routine. Like, yeah, you can simulate, you know, games and all that stuff. But there, there's nothing like a postseason game, right? And that's why I absolutely I am not a fan of buys. And I know a lot of guys are not a fan of buys for that same reason. But do they need do they need the time? Absolutely. Hey, uh, D- David wanted wants a taco is back, and he agrees with me. He he wants to crush the the Padres. There, there's something. There's something about. I mean, yeah, I get it. It probably won't happen. You're right, baby face. But watching them lose their mind because they lost to the Dodgers again, I, I think would be fun to watch. 
And then uh, we, we can all go like a road trip, like a field trip. That's true. <laughs> there we go. And then Juan can have a solo parade. And that's in the gas lamp. I'm going to go with the gas lamp and be like, hey, the Dodgers are going to the next. Isn't this how you celebrate a, a playoff series? Isn't this what, what you're supposed to do? Padres fans, as we know now, as Nick told us last week, they're happy winning one game in the series. So <laughs> they won one last week, and that's probably what they're looking for this weekend. One, one win, they'll be happy. And unfortunately, that's a direct quote. So that's kind of the bummer about that. Dude, uh, I heard they're booing Soto down in San Diego. Wait, really? So, so get, yeah. get this. I saw a tweet. Uh, it was last night uh, of what Soto's been doing. Joey, no, it was Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo in half the at-bats has more home runs, more RBIs. He strikes out more, lower batting average. He's about 200. Uh, uh, Soto's, I think, like 240 or so since he's been there about half about twice that bats, but he walks a ton. But Joey Gallo is actually outperforming Juan Soto. I didn't know that they were booing him, though. I didn't know that. I, I mean, it's not vo- vociferous. It's, you oh. know, it's sprinkled on there. But it, you can hear it. But, yeah, you, you can hear it, according to the, the Padre fans on, on Twitter. So It's, uh, not, it's not helpful, Padres fans. Tough scene. I'm just I think it's the fans are frustrated because they won the trade deadline. They were expecting a lot to get hit with the Tatis thing. And right now it seems like when, when the, when the show pods came to, to Dodger stadium, like Soto before the Sunday night game was like, Oh, for 17. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, yeah. walks a lot, Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't hitting. He got yeah. two hits on the Sunday night game, but I, I think, Padre fan is gripping right now because they're clinging to a five or a six. There's yeah. no guarantee they're going to make the playoffs. So it's, uh, it's, I think, it's very interesting. I think they said he misses his hitting coach that he had with the nationals. Oh, really? And he doesn't, he Aww. doesn't have one. Yeah. So it's, been, it's, 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 <laughs> play, it's playing a big part into his game now. So it's have you, you heard that they're booing him? Have you heard that? No, I have not. Until okay. today, I, I had not heard. Don't that. pay that much attention to Padres fans. They think that they're in our head. So, no, if, I think if, now if, because <laughs> I follow Nick on Twitter, all of a sudden I get these tweets, and I, I don't even follow these people. I and like I'm how, like, why am I seeing this? It's like Padres yeah. talk. I, I, I like how uh, too. So I should I should pay more attention. But. I like how uh, <laughs> I like the backhanded compliment that Juan threw out there. I follow Nick now, so I should be paying more attention to Padres fans. Uh, <laughs> looking ahead, though, this is actually I think where I I think the the rotation's a little more black and white than people lead on to believe. If I'm being completely honest with you, the bullpen is is another story, because Craig Kimbrell, who has let it go. Uh, oh, is, I see what you did there. Very, is, very good, sir. Very is, good. Is, I, uh, I, I, I want a point because if I recall right, I told you guys you, you got to get the man some reps and he'll figure it out. And I think, I think he's starting to to crescendo uh, correctly. Is he not? Uh, yeah, he's letting it go. You're absolutely it's right. The well power played. Of music. Yeah. <laughs> the power of Disney music. Yeah, very well played there, sir. Uh, hopefully, he can keep this up. And like you said, he is. I heard, I, I think it was Rick Monday today was saying that the difference was he's starting to get the curveball over. Mm-hmm. He's starting to get strikes. And to me, I mean, we've talked about this on the show with Kimbrell. The The most frustrating thing was he was not able to put people away. He wasn't hitting like a lot of A lot of these rallies would start with two outs and it would always be like a flare. And Alonzo, you've always said this. Like, it doesn't look like he's getting hit hard, right? No. 
No. So hopefully it he his control continues to be this way because that's huge. Oh, if yeah. you have Kimbrel, now Blake Trinan's back, Evan Phillips, you have that's a lead a scary one game. two three right there. Yeah. yeah. That's a filthy one two three. And I, I would put those three up against anyone's one two three in all real, baseball. Real quick, if they're gonna keep Kimbrel in the closing spot and he's gonna come out to let it go, I want a big production. I want something like the trumpets, you know, I want like some no, some, no, no, some, don't some do the lights. trumpets thing. Don't do anything. Look, no, Jerry lights, Seinfeld. Lights, lights that look like ice or something on the floor. No, no, no. There. You no. got to do what works. Don't get cute, right? <laughs> no. That's what said, Jerry no, Seinfeld shit. said. Jerry Seinfeld said the reason why the Mets are, are in a funk now and they're going to lose is because they brought out that trumpet guy, Timmy Trumpet, and they were celebrating before they had even won anything. Look up the tweet by Jerry Seinfeld. He is blaming Timmy Trumpet for the Mets. So that guy won't be able let to him play. use the music. Yeah. Now that music started on women's day. Yeah. So if anybody wants to give a, a thank you, give it to Kimbrell's wife exactly. who chose that song. And I think was sending some psychology to her man saying, Hey, just let it go. Let it go. Let so, it go. It wasn't his daughter, his daughter. Right? I thought it was his daughter too. Yeah. yeah that's, that's right. what I thought. The point is it, it's girls. It's <laughs> young women. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to throw out some names, and I just want to hear a yes or a no, okay? Uh, as far as being in the bullpen, uh, obviously, K- Kimbrell's a yes. Yeah. Evan Phillips is a yes. Blake Trinan is a yes. Uh, Caleb Ferguson. Hmm. I think that's a numbers game. Yeah. I think he. I think performance-wise, he deserves to be in the bullpen. Yeah. But he's a left-handed pitcher. That's that's how many people. Yeah, yeah. How many lefties are they going to carry? Uh, David Price's health, I think, is going to factor in on that. And so, he's currently on the IL, so that's that's another. I, uh, I'm going to hold. I'm going to put him aside in my yeah. shopping list. Okay. Uh, uh, what about uh, Justin Brule, friend of the Cardinals? So he, he's your, done. Watch he's what out. you say. He's out, okay. unfortunately. He's Bill out. Bickford. He's out. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dustin May. I think he's in the bullpen. Uh, do you, do any of you guys disagree with anything I'm saying? By the way, uh, the only one uh, is Caleb Ferguson, but I agree with you. It all depends on the on the the team who who are they playing. I agree right. with that. W- w- Babyface Alicia, do you guys agree with any of my nose? No, I, I don't. I don't Big- argue your nose. Bickford, Bickford, Bickford's an interesting uh, one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, he, I can see him on, and then I can see him off. But okay. I, but I, I feel like but- Bickford, not to like trash feel Bickford. It's not that they wouldn't use them in a leverage situation, but I feel like it would be like a like you know how back in the day it was like a hey go out and get this righty go out and you yeah. know what I mean like like something like that. Uh, but wait, but you you guys glossed over Juan didn't just say no he said he's out. <laughs> I, I, no, well, I but here's the thing right for the first series that that could completely change for the yeah, second series exactly yeah. Uh, uh, I Cole think that's plays... what we're gonna we're, we're gonna see a lot of that. I think I think you, you'll yeah. see a couple guys in the first round, and then we'll see somebody else in the second round. Yeah. Cold plays Chris Martin. He's I in. think he's in. Yeah, yeah. he's in. And he's D- and, Dieter, and Dieter Rule. I mean, just for after every out, he's like yeah. got a cold. I mean, <laughs> props to Dieter Rule. Well, it's because Cold plays got bangers. That's why. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yancy Almonte. Uh I I, I hate to say this. I think Yancy's out. So I don't think Yancey's in the first round only for injury. Am I? I was yes. say yeah. he's injured. Yeah. Same with David Price. But, I think that but, those are the but, two. But he's getting better, and, and I think we have an update. Do we? Yeah, we we do have a Yancey update. 
Do we? Do yeah, tell. I think we do. Pray tap. No, I, I, I know we have the answer. Wow, why was that so bad? <laughs> timing. <laughs> timing. Well, Everything let, is let, timing. Let, let's see who's at the door. Let, let's see who's at the door. We need metronomes. Like, so that way everyone can. And joining us on the carne asada is Dodgers reliever Yancy Almonte. Yancy, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good. And yourself? Oh, fantastic. So let's get right to it, Yancy. We want to know how's your health because we miss you, man. I mean, the season that you were having, I, I, I will get into the your, your season. But first of all, how is your health? How are you? I'm getting better. You got a bullpen today, so I'm getting better every day. I'm just trying to take it slow. My main thing is I want to stay healthy and not come back rushing and then get hurt again. You know, the, the goal is to be back for playoffs and hopefully help the team win the real series. So I'm just trying to take it day by day. So that being being that now we are in early September, is there a little bit of pressure of like, hey, I'm running out of time? Like you said, you don't want to rush it back. You don't want to, like, you know, get hurt again. But is there a little bit of like urgency now? Like if I don't make it back, I, I, I might not make the roster. What's going on through your head? I mean, earlier when I first got hurt, I had that urgency where I was like, man, I'm missing out helping this team clinch the playoffs where I was pitching, like you said, I was pitching the ball very well, and I felt like I had the groove going. But thankfully here, the from the front office down, coaching staff, like, hey, we want you to be healthy. We're, we're not worried about the future and more of your health and being able to help. So you mentioned you threw a bullpen today. So is the plan another bullpen, and then we're talking about a rehab assignment, or are you going to need a rehab assignment? So I'll throw a bullpen today after this, later on at 3, and then – I haven't been told the next steps yet. This will be my third bullpen, so I'm not sure about throwing another one after that or live VP. I'm just going with the flow. Right Yay. on. Alicia, <laughs> go ahead. I'm happy to hear that, and I'm, I'm grateful that you are with an organization that truly cares about their players and their fans. They just want you to get better, and I'm totally biased as I say that, Yancey. Um <laughs> So um, we we all want you to just get better, get back out there. Uh, you have a lot of loyal fans that are waiting, hearing about, you know, the rumors that you were pitching bullpens and stuff. Like, that's all good. We love to hear it. But I want to know about young Yancy, about little Yancy. So you grew up in Florida. And where who was your team that you wanted to play for? Because, I mean, you hear about when you're a kid, all you want to do play baseball for you know your favorite team who was your team growing up see so I'm, my dad's a big baseball fan he loved the braves oh braves games so for me i thought it'd be cool to play for the braves mm -hmm. you two people at the time yeah one was chipper jones and andrew jones oh that's fun we play my older brother and i we played baseball growing up he played center field so whatever he did i wanted to do Hitting, <laughs> so I wanted to start switch hitting, and then my dad was our up till I got to my freshman year of high school, and I went on to high school and just there on my own. Nice, nice. And I know you played with the Rockies before you came here. I just don't want to get it wrong. Like my big thing is the fan experience. I'm one of those homers that believes playing at Dodger Stadium is almost sacred, right? I call it the cathedral of baseball. I, I love my stadium, our stadium. Look at me, my stadium. Um, 
what would you say the biggest difference is playing, uh, you know, because going to Colorado, that's pretty famous, infamous, right? Hitting them out there. And it, sometimes it doesn't work out for the Dodgers. But I'm just saying overall, what was it like first playing at Dodgers Stadium for you? Well, my first time here, obviously playing from Colorado, being on the other side. The fans are really into the game. That's the first thing I noticed. I did from their whole pitch taking off. They're screaming from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, especially their favorite players. So when I got this year and I played on this side, I was waiting for the heckling when I was warming up, and I didn't get any of that. And so let's go. You got this. And like you said, they're loyal. They 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 support me in every way, even on the field, off the field. They support me, Twitter, like anything. And it just shows how much they care. Yay, Dodger fam. Keep it going. I want to just ask one more thing, because this is something we do here at the Bleed Los podcast. We're the only Latino podcast talking Dodgers. We talk L.A. culture. We talk tacos. What is your feeling about the mariachis? (laughs) I like like the live, them singing. I always ask Julio, what song is that? Like, I... I, (laughs) you know i understand the culture more i love it i love it juan now i know what you're gonna ask <laughs> well i mean i i there's a plenty of other things i want to ask but i i do want to go back to the season that you're having yancy i mean before you went down you had an era of 1.15 i know there was a lot of people that were screaming that you should be closing out games i mean the way you were pitching man you you were just you were lights out I, I wanted to ask you, coming from the Rockies to the Dodgers, was there something that the Dodgers recognized, maybe something mechanical, because the way you're pitching now, or is it just the fact that wearing that Dodger uniform automatically makes you a better pitcher? How did the Dodgers help you become a better pitcher this year? For me, it's from the moment I walked in the spring training. Connor McGinnis and Mark Pryor sat me down and opened up their laptop and showed me charts and analytics and how everything worked and the way they run things here and they pretty much told me what i needed to do to be successful so before i got here in the minor leagues i'll throw a sinker in the minor leagues once i got to the big leagues they didn't want me to throw sinker anymore in colorado they want me to throw four seams mcginnis and prior asked me why i stopped doing it and i said well because i was told not to and i don't you know i don't want to go against the coaches in the big leagues so he brought up for me to throw sinkers primarily in spring training, he goes, hey, we want you to get a feel for your sinker. We're not going to throw many four seams. It's going to be more sinker slider. That's going to be your pitch mix. And sure enough, I rolled with it in spring training. I think I didn't give a run in spring training. Just I got my confidence back. I knew I can pitch, and I wasn't trying to miss barrels. But you, you know, in Colorado, you pitch down the middle, and you get hit, you're going to go a long way. So here is more of just like having that confidence back and knowing that they're trusting me to go out and get outs. So you mentioned Mark Pryor. Out here, people think Mark Pryor is a wizard, right? Mark Pryor just fixes everybody. Being that you're a bullpen guy, who do you spend the majority of your time working with? Is it Mark Pryor, or or do you spend your time working with the bullpen coach? Well, bullpen coach Josh Bard and Connor McGinnis. Those are the guys that you spend the majority of your time, right? Speak to the most. Okay, perfect. So... That being said, uh, Mookie Betts this weekend was interviewed during the game. I, I have a, this is a two-part question. 
I know they would never do it with pitchers, but let's say you were a position player. Could you handle being interviewed during the game? I know a lot of fans, some of them hate this because you feel like the player's going to get distracted. What if they hit the ball? But I think you guys can walk and chew gum at the same time, right? Like, would you like to be interviewed during a game, Yancey? I think it all depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Mookie Betts is Mookie Betts for a reason. He's a superstar. And I think Mookie Betts brings that calm into the game that only he has. And I think him and Freddie, you see it with them, Trey Turner, where they're not shocked by how what situation it is or the lights or the noise. They're just – they know how good they are and they're going to get the job done. I think for a pitcher, it's kind of hard just for – you're getting a question while you're trying to go face Nolan Arenado and it's like – you don't want to laugh or anything weird on the mound. <laughs> right. So, so they asked Mookie, you know, like what he likes to do. And, you know, there's this big thing that Mookie's a big bowler, right? He, he loves bowling. And But I found it really interesting that he had said it helps him ke- keep his mind off of baseball. Do you feel like you have to I I mean it's funny because it's a game, right? You play a game for a living, but this is your job. So yeah. do you feel like you need a distraction for your job and if you from your job? And if you do, what is it for you? Like what do you like to do that you feel relaxes you? For me, so bringing up Mookie, I play video games with Mookie. That's what oh. we do. They play with uh Catboy Tony Gonsolin. Uh-huh. And then I try to golf. Just cuz because I know golf is hard. It, like you said, it makes me forget about baseball and just focus on what I got to do, which is hit that little tiny ball straight, which I can't, but I try to do it anyway. <laughs> but I think golf is what allows me to step away. And I used to play basketball a lot, but now I'm in the big leagues. I don't want to hurt my, my knee or no, I don't want to hurt doing anything dumb. But in the minor leagues, I was hoping everything. Well, you know, Alicia is the professional golfer uh, on the show. So, Alicia, I'm going to I'm going to segue some golf questions to you. Go go ahead. No, I think that's cool. I, I First of all, I am not professional. When someone asks me my handicap, Yancy, I say scramble best shot. That's my handicap. <laughs> I love tournaments. In fact, I just uh, played in Jaime Yarin's um, annual golf tournament to raise money for his foundation, his family. And, uh, you know, Nomar Garcia Parra was out there. A lot of players, Sean Green, Oral Hershiser, they all golf. And I think that's a testament to what golf does. So you say you, you focus on hitting that ball, but what I think golf helps with is it's you versus you, right? Exactly. You're strengthening. I mean, plus you're out there, you know, on the greens and I'm happy to hear you're golfing. Maybe we'll see you next year at the, at the tournament. (laughs) Have you been to a top golf yet? One of those, um, Arizona. Yeah. Any of them. I've only been to the one in Vegas. Have you, you like it? You have fun? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's it, it's us, Yancy. I, th- I think we're having some problems with our uh, our Wi-Fi here, but we're <laughs> we're gonna start wrapping things up. But one of the things I I want to leave with because you mentioned you know your family and and the Braves and all that stuff. There is a possibility that we're gonna see the Bravos in the playoffs, Yancy. So. <laughs> I mean, please tell me your your family has their Dodger gear on and they're going to forget about the Bravos. Well, they do already. Uh, All right. All right. 
right, well, good. So I, I, I know so we're going to leave you with this, but I, I do want to ask you one thing, Yancy. It always, I, I think us fans, we look at you guys kind of like as robots that you guys just go out there and, and perform. And I think we lose sight of the human side. Does being, I don't think there's anything that prepares you for dealing with injuries in sports. I don't know if when you were younger, you had many injuries, but when you're pitching so well and then for a, an injury to be the thing that sidetracks you, how do you deal with that? I mean, how do you not let it overcome your season? You have to be strong-minded. That's the way I see it. I mean, I was, I was never hurt growing up when I was little. I, I only got hurt when I signed professional baseball when I started pitching every day and then I think I haven't been hurt knock on wood so now was since 2018 I want to say or 17 and I, I take pride in the offseason making sure I stay healthy do the right workouts take care of my shoulder and just to come ready for the season to be able to endure the whole season and like you said to be sidetracked earlier this year knowing how, who I was pitching it got in my head a little bit because I felt like I was letting the whole team down. But uh, the whole team, including the front office, reminded me of how big our lead was in the division. And they're like, we just want you to be healthy and be ready for playoffs. So that allowed me to just, like, step back and just trust the trainers and know that little by little I'm going to be back before the season ends. So, uh, Yancy, was this, I, I keep hearing this from you, and it just seems like, man, the Dodgers seem to be running things completely different than from where you were before like is it really it is it just is this what separates this organization from other organizations there seems to be a lot of communication with you guys and and it seems like what they do is they recognize the positive things in you is it that simple that they just push the positivity I think, I think that's what it is. I think they do a very good job of showing that it's more than a baseball game and it's more about the person and making sure they're healthy because it doesn't help if we're hurt and not pitching well or hitting well. It doesn't help the team. So I think they do a very good job of knowing the guys that they have and helping them get better. Well, look, I we can't wait for you to come back because we need you, man. With you, it just makes our bullpen stronger. Even though I know your boy Hanser Alberto all of a sudden probably thinks he should be closer, right? Like, how do the rest of you guys deal with the fact that I think he has the most appearances now by a position player pitching in a game? Do any of you guys give him pointers? Oh, uh, I tell him throw the ball slow. My throw the ball slow as possible. <laughs> Harder, that's beep. And they're going to hit that. You throw it slow, a little globito, they're not going to hit that. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, so I hear the the, the Spanish there, Yancy. Uh, uh, I know you're from Florida. Is there, are you a Latino? Yeah. Okay. Where, oh, wait, we lost you there. You broke up there. Where? What's your family background? My parents Dominican. Oh, they're Dominican. Perfect. Yeah. All right, so, (laughs) all right, you know, this is a Latino show, so I got to ask you, I was there last night for Salvadorian Heritage Night. Was it me, or did it seem like it was popping more than normal in the stadium last night with all the cumbias? It was fun. I mean, it was loud. It was fun. I think that's every game here, so for me to, like, try to differentiate, I really can't. I know Uh it gets loud when my Rashi's here, though. That's when it gets super loud. 
Oh, orale. Okay. Well, I think Dorado's looking for you because he just popped his head uh, in the door. But we want to thank you for stopping by, Yancy, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. We hope you get healthy as soon as possible because we need you. And uh, we, we want to beat those Bravos, and I, I want to see the look on your face when we do. Of course. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Yancy. Thank Yancy. you. Get better. Huge thanks to uh, Yancy Almonte for stopping by. Uh, one thing you said that actually stood out to me uh, is something that Andrew Friedman talked about on the Sunday night game, the culture, right? That they, they, they're trying to, it isn't just the guy and their abilities, you know, cause obviously all these guys are, are good at what they do, but the culture element is, is such a key component to Andrew's way of building a roster. Yancey seems like he's, I mean, I wish I could have talked to him, but I was dealing with some stuff, but that he, he's got his head on right is, is all I took away from that even with all the adversity that he dealt with in Colorado, which most guys, you know, they, they can kind of get hung up on it, but you know, he's kind of that other success story of like a Jake McGee, you know, that came here and they, and they changed it up. But it's also insane to me. I, I, this isn't even, this is, this is now talking shit as a fan that the Rockies would tell a guy to not throw his best pitch. I, I don't <laughs> understand that for the life of me. I do not understand that. Yeah, I, I was surprised by that, too. And our apologies to the little technical difficulties that we had uh, yeah. with Yancey. He he wasn't miming. He wasn't mess, <laughs> messing with us. The, the audio was dropping out. Uh, I did not want to interrupt us. I kept trying to read his lips. And there are several times that you see me, I'm all, like, what the yeah. heck? <laughs> so calm down, duck lips, McGee. So like, we're not I was trying to ask keep it going because i'm like oh no like should i even ask another question because i can't hear him i thought it was my computer no I you guys weathered to, the storm you weathered it I well wanted, i know he's he was that without hesitation he's so yeah. strong his mindset is great but yeah i was trying to go with that top golf question like who would you take with you <laughs> and uh you know because he talked about you know hanging out with urias and stuff like that so yeah, I no, failed. No, you didn't. You, you didn't fail. But you, no, to no, your no, point, you Alonzo, you're absolutely right. This is what separates the Dodgers organization absolutely. because yeah. Heath Bell told us the same thing. Like, he was telling us about how the Mets pitching coach would tell him, this is how you need to pitch, yeah. right? And then the Padres pitcher would, pitching coach would tell him something else. So organizations seem to have their philosophies, and they stick to them. Yeah. Meanwhile, all I hear from him is, you know, the Dodgers bring him in and instead of telling him, this is what you don't do well, the Dodgers go, this is what you do well, yeah. and we want you to keep doing that. But there was a word that stood out to me that he said that as a dude, like, to anyone that plays at this level, because you're second guessing yourself because anyone can take your job like that, right? Yeah. That they trust it, that they trust him enough to, to go out there and get the outs and get those important outs as they advance and that's huge because you don't really hear that from a lot of guys that are that are out there even in in other reputable organizations right that they, they may have kind of a a solid job that they don't hear that their their managers or their coaches or whatever trust them um it's not a great example joey gallo right yes. i mean what a great i'm just so happy that he's fit in so well here and thrived and what were they saying? Awan is a big Twitter guy. Like, oh man, he's gonna go to yeah. the Dodgers and and hit the home run and beat us. Like, the, even yeah. other fans, other fan bases know the Dodgers culture is they take someone and they figure it out 
they tweak, they work with you, and it does come from a place of we believe in you. You wouldn't be here if yeah. we didn't believe in you. And 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 just a side note, I don't follow the Yankees as closely as I should this late in the season, but did they lose the night that Gallo hit the home run? <laughs> you, you know, I, I don't know, but it's, I don't it's, it, it's interesting because my compadre is a Yankee fan. And every time Miguel hits a home run, yeah. without fail, my compadre will text me, of course Gallo hits a yes. home run. <laughs> of course he does. Thriving. He's but you know thriving. what? I mean, instead of being stoked that Aaron Judge is about to hit 64 probably, oh, they're yeah. more worried about Joey Gallo hitting home runs for the Dodgers. <laughs> so that kind of tells you the, the tale of two cities, if you will. I, but it's, you know, it really is a bummer because I think if Yancey wouldn't have gotten hurt, yeah, he, he, he'd be in the playoff roster. Yeah. And it just, I, I feel really bad for him because coming from that situation in Colorado, he's having a great season. He's showing everyone what he can do. Yeah. And to have this injury come so late in the season and now it jeopardizes him. I mean, I hope he gets a chance. You know, it was his third bullpen. Maybe we see him pitch live batting practice. I'm hoping maybe these last two weeks of the season, he gets some work and he tries to find a way to get on this roster because it, it, it just really sucks. And it's the, 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 the cruelty of this sport sometimes where it, it's just something out of your hands. I want to ask you, there, there's one name I, I purposefully left uh, for now as we go into our picks, Alex Bessio. Do you think that he makes the playoff roster? Yes. I think he's the lefty. I, I think, yes. Okay. I, I think he's the lefty they trust the most. Yeah. I figured it would be a yes as a given, but the reason I didn't know it was a given is because Caleb Ferguson's a pretty good lefty too. So it, it's a good, you know, it's it's kind of a good, I mean, there's there's competition, I guess, there. But then again, Andrew Friedman did say if he could carry 14 pitchers on that playoff roster, he'd do it. So, uh, and 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 that would it'd probably come down, I think, to one of those two guys. Uh, but well, as we look baby at face, head, what, do you, what do you think of Vesia? Yeah. He's in. He's a lock. Yeah. Uh, I just can't believe they used up Tyler Anderson. I haven't forgot about that. That's on, <laughs> there's a list right here, and that's on that list. Uh, put some respect on that man's name. Uh, so I know you wanted to start with this, Roger, but we politely declined uh, as as we look back at the week that was. Uh, go ahead and uh, and and you know do the victory lap or whatever you got to do. Yeah, let's do let's do a wrap up because for the first time in a long time, Babyface won the picks. Uh, you he, guys are brutal. He, uh, hey, Alicia won too. I'm getting to it, but I'm giving you, you your that moment. Alicia isn't doing a victory lap like yeah. the like, I won. Uh, Alicia <laughs> has a healthy self-esteem and doesn't need me to, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah but, you're doing the messy thing where Messi took off the shirt and like stood in front of everyone to let everyone know. Yeah, we already know that you're. I'm trying to give you your props, dude. You uh, won. I mean, I would have won some other weeks too, but those like slight wow. like. Okay. Technicalities and you know, yeah, up, technicalities so. like they lost <laughs> or technicalities, they, they lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, so, they tied. They tied. That was the technicality. So Babyface and Alicia both picked the Dodgers going four and two. The Dodgers okay. went four and two this past week. So an update to our standings. Alicia now is tied for the lead with me at seven. Alonzo is then following us with six. Babyface is following with five, and our listeners have three. So this is the time now for our listeners to please chime in in the chat with your picks. We have six games. Am I correct uh, that we got here? Yes, we three got against three. The, the Padres, three against the D-backs. 
Exactly. So, uh, sorry, not D-back. <laughs> my bad. So, uh, Alonzo, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four and two since this is a roadie. Yeah. All right. Four and two for Alonzo. Alicia. I I was going to go four and two since that one that got me to where I am now. However. You I'm gonna price this right, Alonzo, and go five and one. Oh, <laughs> Drew Carey, Drew Carey she, will not appreciate this. She prices righted. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go three and three. Wow. Okay. Of course you are. And this is the reason why I'm gonna go three and three. Can I don't you know. Give you a you banner guys... in the back that says contrarian. Like, can we just? Can we just? No, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but this is now the second spring training. The Dodgers, and, and you've said this a lot, Alonzo, they've taken their foot completely off the pedal. Yeah. They are basically just giving guys work, trying to figure out who is going to be in this playoff roster. So because of that, I feel certain decisions are going to be made in games where, for, for example, there may be a certain bullpen pitcher that bring, gets brought in, and you're like, why are they bringing in this guy? And saving another. So because of that, I feel it's going to cost them a game. I also think, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the Diamondbacks all of a sudden are playing pretty good. Because they're all playing for jobs for next year, bro. Exactly. Like the Diamondbacks, they got that. I don't. Has anyone noticed that this Gallon guy yeah. is now 40 innings, I think, of scoreless baseball? Yeah. And this is where I remind everyone that the Hershiser record is 58 and two thirds. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if Gallon's going to get, uh, if he's going to get there, but the Diamondbacks seem to be uh, pretty good. And they always end up losing one game in Arizona that they had no business losing. And the record, I, just... I have them losing two in Arizona. That's where oh, the two oh, really? losses come from. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's why. <laughs> now, Alicia's, now Alicia's like hedging her you bets. Know, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so th that's Stop why I'm saying three and three, because I just feel like it's spring training. <laughs> the Dodgers are just going to give guys work. They're going to try. They're trying to figure out what their playoff roster is yeah. going to look like. Yeah. So no. I can't should... change. Can't change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at him. Look at him all of a sudden. Uh... He I'm wins the game. Act like you've been there before, Roger. Come on, man. I should I should stick to what I was preaching about, you know, earlier at the game, seeing Kershaw grind for six innings and, and you know, seeing Kershaw do his thing. But I'm like, bubble wrap. I want us to be healthy. So then why do I want us to go all out? These games don't matter. Yeah. So I should not have put my pride as a Dodger fan, like, let's smoke them, you know, put their foot on their throats. No, I should go along with like, I don't care if we go three and three because they don't matter. I just want us to be healthy, you know? So what she's saying is she wants them to lose all of the games. No, what, no, what? no. Just like, take oh, it easy. No, injuries. <laughs> take it easy. So you're going with three and three? Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go three and three. Oh, you're changing it to three and three? Yeah. I just, uh... I feel like uh, I, I want, I have to stick by what I want, not what I think is going to, I want them to. Take this time to figure things out. No craziness. But then don't we want the momentum? Oh, I'm such a mess. <laughs> See, not, not, is... not right now. Maybe in the last... I think like the two, issue, weeks. Yeah, two weeks. I think the issue is they're going to have a bye the yep. first week. Yep. Yep. So, so they're going to be down. 
in two weeks is when you want them to go hard in the paint because then if they have a week off, then, you know, they have a little momentum going into oh. it, right? <laughs> but as my wonderful wife says, the heart wants what it wants. So that's why I went four and two. That's in the words of the of the poet, uh, Selena Gomez. That's right. And also <laughs> my wife, who says that all the time. This is uh, the Latino podcast. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Go ahead, Roger. Six no, I assume. Seven or no. So this is interesting because a sweep in San Diego gives the Dodgers a NL West. Right. This, the magic number is six. That's why I went four and two because then that 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 clinches and so, we move on. It's in San Here's Diego. the thing though, and just not to get in your head, it's a foregone conclusion the Dodgers are going to win the division. It doesn't have right. to be against the Padres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing though. So in San, you know, the fans in San Diego don't want to see the Dodgers win that NL yeah. West on their yeah. field. So are the Padres going to play up to that? It, it I, would make their season to be. Yeah, yeah, right. I still think I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Nick, and I think they're still gonna get. They're gonna get one game. Dodgers won't clinch in San Diego. Okay. So they're, they're they'll probably lose one there, and I think they'll lose one in Arizona. So four and two. Four and two. All righty. So me and Alonzo. Alonzo's riding with a winner. Wow. Uh, and know. David wants a taco with the the three and three. Simeon goes five and one. So I um. It'll just be uh, to me. This is spring training that we're just watching. So yeah, no, I agree with that. Spring, it's uh, spring training two point Everyone is staying healthy. Hopefully, everyone's getting their work in. Uh, you know, uh, Joe, uh, Migayo took one off the elbow today. I know. Yeah, that looks rough. The X-rays are negative, so hopefully they uh, that he's okay because I expect him to get a lot of playing time. We didn't get to it in this show. I think we'll probably get to it in another show when we start talking about these playoff rosters, but there's going to be some decisions that are going to need to be made with certain players. hundred percent. So position players, position, position players, players. Cody Bellinger, Chris you know what? Taylor. We'll, we'll, we'll make that promise to everyone that we'll talk about that next week. Since we already talked about the bullpen, because then yes. that's one more week closer in. Yeah. But if you want to, uh, 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 ride with us, die with us as, as uh, some would say, because we can't win, uh, chime in. <laughs> Want to hear your predictions, whether it's here now on the Twitter when this plays again or however that works, Instagram, wherever the place may be, uh, or if, if we have the budget to run the, uh, the the clock down there, whatever it's called. I forget what it's called, the little ticker uh, with all of our handles. You can at us. Um, and uh, I don't know if, if uh, obviously we don't have a metronome for timing, but it, there it is. So we do. We had a couple dollars. Uh, follow us and all that jazz. But if you also want to bet online, Go to Bet Online, who presented this show's website, which is betonline.ag. And if you use our promo code, which is BLEAV50, B L E A V 50, you will receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, whether it's the NFL, the NBA. The NFL starts tomorrow, by the way. That's insane. Uh, NBA. Go Raiders! Here's house? of abuse. Bad Raiders! House. Uh, <laughs> Uh, combat yeah, sports, esports. Very disrespectful. That <laughs> guys, we can't read over the read. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're you're fucking me up here with your dumb Raiders line, Juan. God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, where was I? Uh, all the sports you can bet online uh, for that, and you could even bet for the against you know the Dodgers based on what we just talked about. Do you think they'll go four and two? Do you think they'll go six and zero oh, like Abraham Jimenez said? Uh, that's bold, but I appreciate it. Uh, but if you got the money, believe fifty. B l e a v five zero on their website, which is betonline.ag. Huge thanks to them for presenting the episode. As always, thanks to you, though, for joining us, talking some trash with us, chiming in, hearing Juan's crazy antics, and so much more. 
here uh, on the only Latino podcast, the Bleed Los podcast, from uh, your, your boys Alonso y Juan, Babyface Kimmick in the Sky, Roger, and the Princess of Picolania, Alicia Del Valle. We are the Bleed Los podcast, and we'll catch you down the road. Go Dodgers. Go Packers. And whose house? Oh, go. Champs. Champs, Champs, baby. House. Champs. Champs. You can't see it, but Put my... Summer. On that name, I can't uh, believe the Bills are favored. Ugh. As well, I, I'd, I'd take them two by three, but also as a Packers owner, you can't see it. It's back there, Puerto Pincha Packers. That's right. Overrated. Wow. <laughs>